Hey, what's up? This is John Humphrey from the rock band Seether, uh, and you're listening to Podkiss. Um, excuse me, John. Um, shouldn't it be rock group? You know, try to say it that way. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Gene. I will. Hey, what's up? This is John Humphrey from the rock group Seether, and you're listening to Podkiss. Now that's what I'm talking about. Good job. Hi, everybody. I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not. You're listening to Podkiss. Kiss Rocks Vegas! Close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Energy up, you know. Hey, good evening, everybody. Hi. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. And welcome to your podcast. No, this is not our Creatures of the Night tour discussion. We have preempted that. We're moving that to the next episode. I kind of wasn't really expecting to want to talk about the thing that I want to talk about today, but by gosh, I saw it, and it has got me excited. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Julian Gill from the KISS FAQ podcast. Say hello, Julian. Hello, Julian. I'm sorry. It's all me. It's my fault. <laughs> and welcoming back to the podcast, John Humphrey of the rock band Seether, or I guess if you were Gene, John Humphrey of the rock group Seether. Right, John? There you go. Hello. <laughs> Glad to have you back, sir. Good to good to see you again. Good to be back. So this new product came out from KISS. KISS Rocks Vegas! You know, I'm not a merchandise guy. I'm just not. But whenever they do music or uh, something video related, I'm excited. And boy, I am all over KISS Rocks Vegas. It's it's a really great thing, and I think you should check it out. So, you know, I'm tipping my hand real early at my excitement level. I love this. This may be my my new favorite Kiss video to watch. Yeah, it's great. I agree. What do you like so much about it, John? Uh, obviously, on the technical end of it, you know, the, the video, the clarity is amazing. The sound is great. But... Um... I think, you know, the band sounds awesome, the set list was, is great, uh, the acoustic performance, the sort of bonus feature is amazing too, man. I think it's every bit as good as Unplugged at times. I mean, they sound great, man. They're, as they say, hitting on all pistons, mm-hmm. firing on all pistons. There you go. Julian, your thoughts? Well, you know, on a Nigel scale of 10, it's an 11 for me, and, you know, I wasn't looking forward to it. I was disinterested. I was like, eh, meh. But, you know, living, reliving something that I I was happy enough and, you know, lucky enough to have time to go to the the residency, I, I just watching it, it's absolutely fantastic. It really does present what I felt and experienced on the night. So I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just been fantastic.
guess that first we should talk about the different formations that this comes in. There, there are variant different kinds of ways you can get this. Correct, Julian? Oh, yeah, there, there's there's quite a few for this one, as with anything these days uh, for cross-marketing purposes, you know. Um, I, I've started trying to build up the list for the, uh, the Kiss Monster page for Kiss Rocks Vegas, and I've come up with, and people do, do chime in if uh, I'm missing one, the Deluxe Edition, which is four discs it's got the blu-ray the dvd the audio cd and the bonus acoustic cd in a i think it's 11.5 inch square hardbound book with a 60 page picture book in it so it is everything deluxe then you've got the double lp in a triple gatefold with the dvd which um someone posted a picture of that this morning it looks insane absolutely fantastic um I got mine last night, and I'm not opening it, so I was glad someone else did. And then you've got the CD and the DVD package, and the CD and the Blu-ray package. And that's just for the U.S. Once you get into Japan, then you've got versions coming with, you know, a T-shirt, um, and the super-duper-duper edition coming with a parka, of all things. So, a parka? Uh, like a sweatshirt or something? Oh, wow. Fancy word for, for yeah, hoodie. So, hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Hoodie. That's, that's the word. <laughs> and I'm actually, yes, I'm the, the kiss sucker. I went for the big set. I went for the Japanese deluxe that Julian just spoke about. I didn't even know about the Japanese deluxe with the parka hoodie. See how I merged the two worlds? Thank you for translating for us, John. <laughs> no, and then there are some giveaways at some record stores, correct, guys? Yes, and uh, I'm a grown 46-year-old man with two kids, and I'm driving across... Oklahoma City to, to pick up some bonus items from a local indie record store that the, the clerk that I spoke with wasn't even aware that they had to give out as a promotion. So yes, I drove 25 minutes and 30 miles for a freaking couple of matchbooks and a couple of kiss koozies, you know, because I got to have everything, you know, related to this release. Yeah. Because I'm a kiss freak, kiss collector, you know. <laughs> You know, there's been... there's uh, one other thing that's really cool. There's a guy, uh, a guy and his wife actually on Facebook. Carol, I think it's Rockhead, uh -huh. um, the Kiss blog. Uh -huh. He posted a picture of the European gatefold and the U.S. gatefold together, and they've got a different um, the the center pane in which the DVD is housed. One of them has a uh, Gene Simmons axe base as the background, and the other has a live picture. So there's difference between the European and U.S. vinyl, in addition to one being 140 gram vinyl and the other being 180. So right, and there was a whole. I belonged to a couple of Kiss vinyl pages on Facebook, and there was this great debate of uh, the 140 gram on the U.S. being like a typo, but no, it's it's 140 gram, and then the Euro version is actually 180 gram. So they're yeah. different as well. And I think Japan's pressing their own vinyl as well. So right, the box set that I have, it's, it actually has. Um, information from Ward Records, I guess is the label they kind of worked in conjunction with there. It doesn't feel, to me, weight-wise like a 180. It feels closer to maybe 140 or, or standard release 120. Wow. So that was the sound of some of our listeners leaving the show now to go purchase some of these items. So, <laughs> so John, John, where did you buy your Japanese version from? Is that CD Japan? Actually, I did Ward Records directly. Uh, it was the best price, um, and um, so I just did it directly, and they were doing shipping to the U.S., fortunate for me. So I ordered it, I guess, back in July through them. Very good. So to me, this is right up there with anything that we've gotten from the band in the past, and I'm going to say superior. I mean, this is, this is kind of taking the slot in my number one thing to show somebody if I want to explain to them what KISS is, like instead of, like for example, Animalize Live or Uncensored or Rock the Nation or whatever. This seems to be like the new go-to for me. What are your thoughts along those lines, Julian? Well, I, I think to a certain extent it certainly is. If you think about the... Uh the KISS videography and you exclude the archival stuff uh -huh. such as you know all three of the KISSologies then we're really only going back to you know Symphony and Rock the Nation as the long-form video packages that they've put out over the past decade or so so yeah you know it for me it's certainly gonna be a go-to for a while because number one is new number two it's got a really decent set list that marries the best of the classics 
with a couple of deeper cuts to make people like me happy. And more importantly, it's very visually and audio appealing. So, yeah, I, I can certainly see it being a go-to for a bit. John Humphrey, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a definitive live uh this DVD uh, it definitely moves into the top position for me uh, in that respect. Yeah, I think it's it's awesome, man. The the band sounds great, and um, the the song list is is amazing. But uh, they sound really tight. I mean, they they just sound the harmonies. My 16 year old son, who's playing drums into music now, he was commenting even on the acoustic session. He was like, "They remind me of the Beatles, Dad." And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, like, you know, they're the biggest fans. That's it. Heavy metal Beatles and, and that harmonies and that, that kind of comes across, you know. I mean, it's just, they sound great. I agree. You know, that acoustic show is kind of a revelation to me in some ways. Because, you know, after seeing them do these acoustic shows, you know, prior to the shows, you, you don't get an idea of the actual sound in the room. You know what I'm saying? Right. And... Gene's voice in particular, to me, was a revelation on this acoustic set. I mean, Gene has kept his voice. That's something that I think everybody has said, but I feel that it's kind of matured. And Julian, we were talking yesterday a little bit about your thoughts on this. Would you like to go with that? Yeah, and I was looking at him again last night on this acoustic performance. And for those of you who only have the audio version, you don't really see him. But I was, you know, really thinking Johnny Cash you know, post-American, record. Uh, you know, the Def Jam recordings that he did late in his career where he's the old Johnny Cash, the man in black, the old man in black. And I kind of see that in Gene when he's doing, like, going blind. And obviously yeah. he's way older now than he was, but his voice is deeper and his face really speaks the emotion of what he's singing. And, you know, it struck me when I, I was watching him. And, you know, same with Plastercaster. Um... And, and Christine 16, there's just something visually that I find very appealing about how he's delivering this material um, at this age. So, you know, I, I was a big fan of Johnny Cash, and I was just thinking, you know, there's a new man in black. Well, a new demon in black. Yeah. In those black shades, too. John, mm -hmm. any thoughts uh, along these lines, John? No, that's awesome, Julian. I like, I like hearing that. No, I, I agree. The acoustic performance, in some ways, like I said, is as, as good or, or, or I wouldn't say better, but it definitely is as good in moments as Unplugged was for me. But definitely, you know, how many years later. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I love hearing, you know, love her all I can. And, um, you, you know, like you said, going blind.
know, Gene's great. They all sound really great. The harmonies, you know, Gene's great. They all sound really great. The harmonies. Obviously, there's a bit of controversy out there with Eric doing Beth, as you know, the hardcore Kiss fans get into their great debates. But I think he, he did a wonderful job on that song. Mm-hmm. Tommy just is killing it in that, and he makes things look so effortlessly and sound effortlessly. You know what I'm saying? He's he's really coming to his own seriously. No, he's yeah, he sounds fantastic, and you know, no disrespect to Ace, but he he's doing Ace better than Ace, in my opinion. Edit that out. Edit. No. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Send sorry, all I'm... send all hate mail to. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, but I think he just. He does the, you know, he plays the parts verbatim. I mean, he's um, he's got Ace's vibrato. I mean, he's just fantastic, and I think he he does justice to the part and uh, stays true to the solos. And I think he's, I think he's great. You know, you know, the, the man has a lot of passion and a lot of commitment, and I don't like the amount of stick that he's given when it's all about some silly makeup. Really, when you look right. at these guys, and and here's here's my take on the whole acoustic thing. You know, we've been forced to watch YouTube in all its horror audio wise for a glimpse into these meet and groups that you know for those of us who haven't been able to attend so it was a real really nice bonus to get this and to get a peek in at one of their kind of standard sets you know I'm really thankful that they put this whole thing but here here's the thing there's four guys up on that uh, or on that floor performing and every single one of them is rock solid in what they're trying to do Tommy is absolutely nailing the lead guitar work and what he's supposed to be doing you know and you know he's like all reliable you know he's there you know he he may not be vinnie vincent exciting but i'm sorry i don't think anyone wants that exciting they want someone who's solid who's reliable eric unsung hero with his background vocals Uh because he is really the voice that comes in and ties gene and paul's harmonies together you know it's just one of those things i love the harmonies this part of the disc was a real surprise to me. Yes, I had heard that it's going to be on there. I didn't expect the feels that I got from it. You know what I'm saying? It, it just it really took me by surprise. And for this band to still deliver that however many years later, you know, I've been a I've been a fan since 75. There are people who like to lump me into like some new Kiss fan or something like that because I appreciate this lineup. But I'm telling you, this is a great, steady lineup for this band. And it's been the most stable lineup that the band's ever had, to be honest with you. And that's just reality. But to me, I would have bought just this by itself. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 yeah. that, it's that damn good. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that this motivates them to do an unplug too. That's my, my big thing. I hope they get good feedback, a good response from the fans on this. I don't care if the fans complain on you know Eric doing Beth and that being included on there. That's all a personal thing for them, mm-hmm. uh, for those fans to deal with. But I think you know the, the stuff that's on there that wasn't on the original unplugged or wasn't included um, when it originally came out means that there's more in the catalog that can be visited in this manner. And it, I would just like to see the, the response really trying to tell Kiss Maybe we should do that again. They've got nothing to lose. See what I did there? Badunkunks. Yeah. (laughs) And now jokes that only KISS fans would like. So there we go. And, you know, I also noticed something about the deluxe editions. It seems like the UK or European edition has all the disc on one side of the inner booklet, whereas the Amazon version has uh, the Blu-ray and the DVD on the inner side of the front cover and then the audio CD and the acoustic CD on the back of the book. is. Are you seeing that as well, Julian? Yeah, that, that's exactly what someone pointed out to me after they read my review. They said, hey, here's a picture of the UK version and ex- exactly how you described. So, And then the, the Japanese, here's another configuration, <laughs> the one I have. <laughs> Here we go, KISS fans. It's obviously the Blu-ray. They split the concert into two discs, and then there's the acoustic disc. So essentially I have three CDs to cover the show, an acoustic performance, and then the Blu-ray. Wow. There's no way I can buy all of these. (laughs) (laughs) But I do know what... Excuse me. But I do know what a lot of people are getting for Christmas, so... um, Right. Or shall we say, Christmas. There we go. But um, bum. But um, bum. Yes. 
Well, you are the drummer, you you know. That's right. We actually should set you up with a little <laughs> thing. Uh, you can just be our official <laughs> sound effects here. Yeah. <laughs> you and can I'm be, sure you'll put that in. Yeah, you you can be our official uh, podcast drum guy. So there you go. <laughs> Might have to fight Andrew Scambetti for that, but right, happy to know. do it. We'll fight. We'll arm wrestle for it. All right, there you go. You know, it's strange that we're talking about this amazing concert, and so far we've spent like 15 minutes on the unplugged set. So no, <laughs> but but that just tells you how damn good it is. So let's yeah. go to the electric show, if you will, the uh, the, the the thing that was shown in theaters the actual Kiss Rocks Vegas performance. And to me, they could have called this Kiss Greatest Hits Live or something like that. Julian, your thoughts? Absolutely. And, and that was something that was discussed, you know, ad nauseum back when the uh, residency actually took place. That, yeah, it is the greatest hits, but it's not the greatest hits when you throw in Creatures of the Night and Tears Are Falling. You're throwing two bones to boneheads like me right then and there and mixing it with all the songs and i'm i'm sorry even as a diehard kiss fan who loves the deep cuts i love the set um simple as that so greatest hits live i'll take this john yeah i i echo julian sentiments exactly i like you know having hell or hallelujah in there as well um no it's a great set list and uh yes i guess uh some can call it greatest hits but just like julian explained i think it throws in some deep cuts for the hardcore fans too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For those of you who do not know what the listing is, we've got Detroit Rock City, followed by Creatures of the Night, followed by Psycho Circus, Parasite, War Machine, Tears Are Falling, Deuce, Lick It Up, I Love It Loud, Hell or Hallelujah, Guitar Solo, Bass Solo, God of Thunder, Do You Love Me, Love Gun, Black Diamond, Shout It Out Loud, Rock and Roll All Night, and they put over the credits, God Gave Rock and Roll to You too. Was there any song that you wish that they would have put in? For me, as weird as this may sound to somebody, I wish that they would have put Modern Day Delilah in there, because then this would have kind of encapsulated a little bit more of the current lineup. Plus, I really dig the, the, the vibe of that song. I was surprised, actually, that Hell or Hallelujah made it, and I'm glad that it did. John? Yeah, Modern Day Delilah would have been uh, fantastic to hear. I saw them in January in Durant, as we've kind of spoken uh, before, Ken, and they're, they've added Flaming Youth to the set list, which is a really cool song to hear live. Mm -hmm. uh, that would have been cool. I don't know. I guess they, I don't know that they were performing it at the time of this, but um, right. that would have been cool to have. But no, Modern Day Delilah um, is probably my favorite song from Sonic Boom, so that would have been cool to have, too, yeah. Yeah, Julian, your thoughts? Um, well, for me, obviously, I went to the first show mm -hmm. of the residency, and it had a different set list that night. They started with Creatures of the Night, but they also had Let Me Go Rock and Roll in that time, and I Was Made for Loving You. And I don't want that latter song, but I would happily take Let Me Go Rock and Roll, even though it's not considered a deep cut, just because it's such a fun, rocking, rollicking kiss track um, that I thought they did very well that night. So I, I'll, I'll take something from the 70s. Very good. Yeah. Uh, were you surprised that Heller Hallelujah made it, guys? I was extremely surprised, and I was thrilled. You know, I, I'd, I think I'd seen that on the tour. I can't remember. I lose track. But, you know, I was surprised that they paid homage to the later era Kiss. I was surprised that Psycho Circus was in there as well, for that matter. Mm -hmm. I thought that it would be primarily up to 82 with likely Lick It Up expected. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised when they went from Creatures of the Night directly into Psycho Circus? Yeah, I was actually. And I thought it was actually a great... For, for me, that was the first two songs of the show. So uh, I thought it was a great one-two punch and a very odd one, which, uh, you know, it, it, it was surprising. I, you know, it made me feel like I was part of something special because of having them start out with Creatures and then go into Psycho. So it was cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the the thing about it is, is that I had looked at the track listing and I knew what was coming but you know you've kind of gotten used to okay now Paul's gonna talk in between every song we should let folks know this is not the case on this release correct no to me I mean it seems very minimal sort of the the banter in between man it's it's uh, song after song 
hit after hit. Yeah, and when when they went directly from the end of Creatures right into the beginning of Psycho Circus, it really took me, you know, by surprise. It made me, like, sit up and pay attention. It's like, they ain't messing around, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right into Parasite, which is a blistering version of it. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. Now, what did you think about the interplay between the band on the stage and the vibe that you get from them? We've already discussed about how firing on all cylinders on the acoustic set. And by the way, uh, there's that really cool moment in the acoustic set during Christine 16. I'm going to play a little bit of that right now. Where they do the hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Or her. Oh no. Or her. Hello. 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 That's a seventh. Oh no. Oh no. Awesome. <laughs> pretty funny pretty funny amazing the the interplay during the electric set john do you have any thoughts about that i can just tell that the band is comfortable i mean they're tied this is a band that's been performing together for a while like julian was speaking earlier how paul and gene have definitely come to rely on eric and tommy and how they are such a support system there the band just seems really relaxed and they're tight man musically so tight probably the tightest they've been and uh, you know they seem very comfortable relaxed and and uh, and enjoying themselves you know mm-hmm. julian your thoughts no absolutely what john said you know it, it's it's symbiotic it's all four of them they're all fluid but they're not all over the place they're tight but you know what there doesn't seem to be stress and that's probably the most important thing for a performance that they're all in sync with one another mentally and musically and I think that allows them a more scope and breadth to just play and enjoy I mean they've done these songs so many times they know how to do them they know how to come out there and be in the right place on on the stage they're not bumping into each other it's choreographed they know where they're supposed to be but it's not forced they're not thinking it doesn't look like they're thinking about anything that they're doing other than delivering the goods to the audience. Agreed. A, a, a quick sidebar. Did anybody see the footage of Rick Nielsen joining Kiss on stage recently? I just saw a photo. I didn't see actual footage. Oh, there's a, there's a real neat video. And you can see where Paul and Tommy are really looking out for Rick. Like, there's at one point where Tommy, like, brings Rick to the front of the stage because right behind where Rick was standing, those great big balls of flame 
just erupt at that point. (laughs) And it's like, you know, they're like guiding him. Like Tommy's just like, okay, you need to come up this way. (laughs) You know, and don't want uh, you know any third degree burns. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, Yeah. and and then and then Paul like, okay, we need to get you over here. Keep playing, but there's (laughs) there's a riser coming out of the floor. You know what I'm saying? So it was really cool to see uh, them acclimate Rick Nielsen to their stage. (laughs) <laughs> because man, you could you could have a serious uh, problem on that stage. Only with Kiss, it's not nerve-wracking enough, you know, to jump up there and, and try to do another band song mm-hmm. and keep up with everyone. But you know, to endanger your life and stay out of the way of harm, <laughs> only hopping up on stage with Kiss would that be a you know a situation? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, a giant monster will swallow you. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it, it was it was a fun clip. If you get a chance to see it. It was pretty cool. But back to the actual review of the... Kiss Rocks Vegas! Let's talk about the video side of it. You've got... It almost seemed like Kiss was never going to come to Blu-ray. It's, it's hard to believe that the first Kiss Blu-ray event that we ever received was Scooby-Doo and Meets Kiss. So they are in fine fashion on this. And kudos to Tommy Thayer, who is one of the producers. And he, he did a great job. Julian, your thoughts... Oh, I think he did an incredible job. I've been very critical of Symphony and Rock of the Nation as to leaving me twitching on the floor, having a seizure from the uh, the editing. And I know some people have, you know, kind of said that there's still too much fast editing on this one, but I'm not seeing it. I'm just seeing a very well balanced visual presentation of the band. Uh, the colors are absolutely fantastic. They're vibrant. They look better on this than they did to me in person. So yeah. that that's how good I think it is, and you know I'm 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 not just harping and on in positivity about this. I really do think it's a fantastic looking video that really gives people who weren't able to attend um, 110 percent of what we saw there on the day. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, John, along those lines? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, visually. It's wonderful. Yeah, beautiful, beautifully shot. And I, I agree. I don't think the edits are too fast at all. I'm, I'm comfortable watching it. I don't feel like, you know, I wish, what was that? Or, you know, I wish they would slow down. The edits, it seems very smooth to me. Mm-hmm. And the venue that they shot it in, it seemed to be built for this sort of thing. It, it's, it's just perfect. And Paul comes out, and instead of coming out on just the riser kind of thing, there's this thing that's lowered from the ceiling that is like... what. What would you call it? A transom? What, what 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 would you call that, John? Any ideas? Are you you're talking about the hydraulic lift, the sort of platforms that go they come? No, no, that that's, are you talking about the love gun? Yeah, during love gun. Yeah, that's yeah, just a catwalk. Just like, oh, catwalk. Yeah, Thank you. Catwalk or a truss out there? Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been a star child walk. <laughs> Get with it, Julian. But I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> See? A lot of them here. There you go. Zing. Yeah, but it was that was a really cool moment, too, when Paul came out and did that. And the way they shot Black Diamond. Oh. My God, that looks amazing. I'm watching the intro again. I mean, it's probably the most impactful visual intro for a kiss. I mean, I'm trying to think, again, when I was a kid and hearing Deuce, you're hearing the explosions on Alive. Mm-hmm. And then visually now, all these years later, just, you know... When it opens up, I'm sure Julian can speak to it more because he was actually there. But on video, man, it's very impactful. The intro, the pyro, it's just its crazy, man. It's just like, okay, here's Kiss live. You're getting, here's Kiss video, live video here, you know? It's amazing. What's amazing about it is, you know, when I first heard that they were using these screens out at this show, I thought, eh, screens, blah, 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 yeah. modern concert, blah, blah, blah. But when you see the screens coming, and Kiss has already started Detroit Rock City as as it's coming, it almost looks like an interdimensional closet door is opening, and right beyond that, hell has been unleashed because you see so much pyro and so much just everything, and it's like, oh my God, they're coming! You know, it almost reminds me of that Howard the Duck comic where. Kiss just comes out of the mist, you know. It's this is really a tremendous opening, and I would love to see them do this on a, on an actual tour. Yeah, the production. I mean, it really it comes across. Again, Julian was actually there, so he can speak. But I mean, the video screens going up above, going out over the crowd. I mean, the production really comes across on the video. 
and how impactful how it must have been. I've been in that room, and and to to see how it's coming across video, it must have been quite a sight live too. Yeah, Joel. yeah, it, it, it was an unbelievable sight live, and you know, I'm 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 the the typical jaded Kiss fan. I was like, oh, okay, what are they going to do here? And then you go in, and you've got these video screens, you know, in between the lighting trusses coming out over the audience, and I think my seats. Um, you know, we're just under the end of where those video screens ended in, in up above. So I, I really got to experience the full the full effect of that. But you know, the doors opening up at the beginning. I mean, here I hear Chip Magoo in the background. Oh, got Kiss Stargate coming to you soon. I mean, it really was. You, know, you are you you are about to enter the Kiss Zone, and it, yeah. it, I mean, it, it was staggering. It was a very impressive thing. And at that point, I scratched my chin. And I said, hmm. Maybe it was worth coming to Vegas after all. Yeah, absolutely. But getting back to Black Diamond, mm-hmm. on, on, you know, when I was taking some notes on this yesterday, that was one of the songs. That whole, the mirror ball, the effect, mm-hmm. the angle that they get on there, and Paul up on the catwalk, obviously he'd flown up there for Love Gun, and he stays up there for Black Diamond. And that was different on this show, on the video, than at the one I was at, because mm-hmm. originally, at the first show, he did his uh, Love Gun flying, um, whatever you call that, that thing he uses to fly out. Yeah, and the rings. And, that, yeah. yeah, the ring. He stayed on that, and it pulled him all the way around the uh, the upper deck. So wow. he, he did Love Gun on one side, and then he was dragged around on it to the other side to do Black Diamond, and then he comes back to the stage. So that was different. That was really neat. Oh, I wow. didn't know that. I didn't know that that had changed. But um, you know, just seeing Black Diamond with the the disco ball, it, it's fun, and it looked fantastic. It almost looks like space opens up and you're like in the middle of this thing of stars. It's just, it's absolutely, what a great moment. This, this video is filled of, with, with great moments. And as you know, you would think that we'd be tired of seeing the bass solo and God of Thunder and everything, but it, this just kicks ass. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it, you know, only with Kiss could you get into a band. I mean, the bass player that spits blood and... I get chills, man, just like I did when I was a kid. I mean, the, you know, the green lights coming up from mm-hmm. below him, and he just plays that character, man, so well. The eyes and to be able to see, you know, such nuances with this great quality video. You know, the the church bell. I yeah. mean, it's just it gives you goosebumps, man. You know, we've we've seen Gene Simmons breathe fire a thousand times. Yes. And you know, it's like it's like shtick. Oh, he's gonna breathe fire. So what? But then you see it on this after War Machine, and they've learned they've listened, I think, to the fans in some way. If you think back to 2010 when MTV Europe broadcast Rock Am Ring, mm-hmm. and they were using the fisheye lens a lot during mm-hmm. that broadcast, so you really got that broad view of the band. They using a it's less. Um, you know, less fish guy, but it's still using that effect. Looking up at Gene from the pit after that, using that angle, it's just so impressive. You're like, okay, I thought I'd seen him breathing fire before, but there's the demon up on stage with that angle, with that look on his face, with his body language. And it's like it, it made something usual outstanding. Yeah. There's just moments in this that if you don't pay attention to what's going on, it's it's some things happen so fast. And one thing I thought that was very unusual was during War Machine, Paul has these little girls come up and play with him during War Machine. And so you've got this like juxtaposition of you better watch out, I'm a War Machine. And there's Paul over there playing with this little kid with the demon makeup on or Star Child makeup on and. It was just kind of cracked me up because you've got the two different worlds coming together there, and that was very a very cool moment, very cool moment. So let's talk about the audio side of things because you get a CD along with it, and if you get the deluxe version, you also get a CD of the acoustic show. John, your thoughts on the audio side of this? Yeah, it sounds you know again I'm so har- sorry to be so generic. You know, it sounds great, but it it really <laughs> does. I mean, obviously. Um, the the Blu-ray and the five one experience or the Dolby Atmos whatever setup that you can do, audio wise, you know it it really puts you kind of there at the show. But for the CD or the vinyl, even like I said, my my pressing's a, a Japanese vinyl pressing. 
sound great. I mean, the vinyl is uh, silent and, and just the music sounds great. It's a great mix, um, uh, you know, very well balanced, mastered well. Uh, a lot of people are like, the show's so intense and, you know, uh, low end, and that doesn't really come across on CD or, I mean, obviously it's a different mix versus, uh, you know, Blu-ray, but I, I think audio-wise, the CD, the vinyl sounds really good. Hmm. Julian? Yeah, I'll echo that it sounds really good. Here, here's a, the thing with that. You know, it doesn't have that generic audio track over it that, you know, is a big criticism of product like Alive 3. You know, that the audience just sounds so canned and right. so, you know, so non-live or the Alive 2 audience for that matter. Here, the audience sounds like the audience did. And one thing I really like that they've done with the sonics that makes it so appealing is that the explosions are enhanced because those yeah. never capture well when you're recording them anyway so they're enhanced but subtly it's not like what happened with the the love gun deluxe edition where they you know did stuff with the triggers on uh the the drum setup so that it didn't sound something sounded wrong something sounded odd here it sounds balanced everything is crystal clear there's a good separation between everything so this audio recording just makes you feel fully enveloped and part of the proceedings i, I mean it really drags you in with that excellent separation of all the instruments, the sounds, the vocals, the explosions, and the audience. You know, it's really perfectly presented from that point of view, in my mind. You know, you were talking about how the, the, the sound effects for like the explosion were enhanced and stuff like that. There's this is this has nothing to do with sound, but it's something I did want to bring up. You know, sometimes when you watch a a a rock concert on video, you see where they've piped in like some honeys up to the front line who maybe don't know the uh, band or their songs or anything they're just there for eye candy I don't get that feeling with this release it there are some very pretty people some beautifully sexy people in the kiss army I mean look at the three of us right guys <laughs> but <laughs> but they're all, all of the good-looking people in the kiss army are represented at, and and that's all of us folks what I'm saying is is that it doesn't seem like something that was a staged thing. Everybody seems to be really into this. You know, there's a couple of cuts on on the video where you just see people kind of like standing there, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like, come on, Paul Stanley says, get up there and shake your ass now. You know, put down the the phone. You know, it's so hilarious. You see some of the shots on the back, and you just see a sea oh, of phones, phones yeah. being held up. And I mean, I I was one of those people because I was I, I filmed uh, you know a little bit of, of the whole of Creatures of the Night that I uploaded to YouTube that night. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really pot kettle black here, but put down the phone and enjoy the moment. It's 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 you know when they're looking out and all these camera lenses are pointing back. You know, it, it almost has a paparazzi feel at times. Mm-hmm. But the audience the audience for the most part is fantastic. You know, yeah. it it looks it looks like a kiss audience. It's exactly. got all ages. You got your kids. You got your families. I mean, yeah. it's everything that the band has become. But it doesn't seem like staged fans. So so that's a that's no. You know, and and some of those planted fans in other videos, you know, they just make you kind of cringe because mm-hmm. it's just so transparent and obvious. Yeah. If they do have some plants, they've uh, planted very good camouflaged models. But you know, you mentioned cell phones. I actually thought this when I was watching it for the first time, looking at the people with the cell phones, because this is really the first video of that concert. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there looking at this, and I'm thinking, man, if, if, if you know, they talk about the return of Christ or, like, Kaluthu or Galactus or whatever, that's what you're going to see is a bunch of people looking at it through a screen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. On YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and now death has come for us all. <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, as consumers of music, at some point people are going to have to consider... I don't need a selfie. I don't need video of the show to prove that I was there. I don't have to share it on Facebook to validate my experience. You know, and, and the next time I do get an opportunity to go to a KISS show, I'm going to leave the phone at home and just enjoy it like we did in the old days where you didn't have that stuff. I mean, it, it, it just gets to the point that everyone's different. but. You know, with that show I went to, it's the first show of the residency, and I had three people in front of me, 
who were taking selfies the whole damn show, you know, different poses, you know, and, you know, they, I think they had like 19 beers between the three of them during it as well. And it's just like, what are you actually getting out of this experience? You're focusing on each other. There's a stage up there with explosions, with confetti, with fire with guys who are shaking their tails and working really hard. I mean, it's almost, you know, in some ways disrespectful to the musicians. They're up there giving their all and, you know, until the grease paint's running down their face and, oh, wait, just got to get a selfie. You know, we didn't get one from this angle. <laughs> it's proof I was there. Yeah, during the uh, Springfield show, uh, my wife wanted to cuff the guy in front of her because she kept having to look around his arm because it seemed like the cell phone was up in the air the entire time so on the other hand gene uh boy he flirted with her quite a bit but i, I can just say he has good taste yeah i'm with julian i hope eventually with time maybe that sort of novelty of the selfie at the show or getting you know my shot posted on youtube faster than anyone else will eventually uh, ease off you know I've, I've been to a few rock concerts in the last year more than I have in years because my band's been on a, a little bit of a hiatus and um, it, it's hard with arms you know up for 35 40 minutes an hour with uh, you know they're just their arm in the air with their phone they're not even looking at the phone sometimes it's just in the air shooting whatever they're you know whatever they're shooting and uh it does it does become annoying yeah the great thing about this is that you don't have to look behind somebody who's trying to get a selfie it is it, this is such a great presentation and i'm going to tell you that if you're a, a kiss fan you need to get this seriously i I, oh, yeah. I think i can speak for everyone on the panel three for thumbs up absolutely three uh tongues extended and metal horns way up so that's that's kind of our big review here uh is there anything that we didn't address that you wanted to julian i think i would say that if you're one of those fans who has kind of fallen off your love of the band over the last 15 years i'd say pick this up and give it a chance give it a view the worst thing that might happen is that you don't like it for the same reasons that you've uh, fallen off as a fan, and that's perfectly fine. But give it a chance and just see how the band tried to make a real special occasion for the fans, and as one of those fans, a special occasion that I thoroughly enjoyed. Very good. John, anything you'd like to say? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the reviews that I've seen, it's just, it, it, you know, to be honest, it, it gets old about the debate of, Tommy and Eric after all these years and I think you know even if you are uh, stand firm to the original four give this a chance because it is great it does a lot of respect total respect to to the band's history you know musically visually it, it's a great video and I, I highly recommend it I agree 100% uh, Julian what's going on with you and the KISS FAQ podcast nothing we continue to pump out some episodes here and there continue to try and entertain and enjoy our chats with one another i think that's probably the key thing to these podcasts is you get together with fellow fans and sometimes you agree with them sometimes you don't and you usually have a good conversation and hopefully uh get a new perspective of which to measure things and there's something that i know john humphrey's looking forward to i know something i'm looking forward to something concerning the elder would you like to tell our audience about that yeah, so September the 16th, Tim McFate and my Odyssey, the definitive look at Kiss's cult classic music from the Elder, will be published. Um, the pre-orders aren't available in every country yet, so hang and wait for it, people. You know, it should be available domestically in Australia and Canada and whatnot, so that you don't have to pay those obnoxious uh, postage prices. But it's a deep look into the elder. I mean, there are people that Tim interviewed for this book that just give new perspectives that haven't really been considered over the past 35 years. People at the record label, and that's probably one of the most interesting ways at looking at that album and how the band was struggling at the time. So I'm very proud of the work that Tim has put into this book, and I'm very excited for everyone to be able to read it. And we look forward to everyone's opinions on it. And uh, hopefully it'll make you dig out your copy of The Elder. And if by chance you don't have one, to go and buy it and maybe get it to gold certification. <laughs> 
And Absolutely. John, what's new for you on the horizon other than collecting KISS stuff everywhere you go? <laughs> Always. Uh, I actually leave tomorrow for Nashville, meeting up with the band. We began uh, rehearsal and pre-production for the new Seether album. We'll go in in September and record and um, for early 2017 release. Wow, well, we look forward to that. What's the, what's the coolest stuff you picked up this year as far as KISS collectibles? I finally broke down and got the Kisteria box set. I had been collecting the vinyl individually, but uh, I finally just gave in and, and picked up the Kisteria box set, which I think is amazing. Uh, it's very well done, and the exclusives are cool, and uh, for all the KISS vinyl junkies out there, they, they know what the reasons for that being so cool. And then, obviously, the video we talked about today, uh, the box set, the vinyl and audio that goes with it as well. So. Yeah. So we recommend this this highly, folks. Please pick this up. If you're a Kiss fan, you're on the fence about it. I kind of was on the fence about it. I just, it just one day I just clicked and ordered it, and man, I'll tell you, I'm so glad I did because it really kicked it up for me, quite a few notches. And you know, there's there's times where you have valleys where Kiss is like a really big thing for you. And me, I'm waiting for a new album. This is a nice thing to hold me over until either a new Kissology kind of thing comes around or a new album. So I'm, I cannot give it a big enough thumbs up. So do it, do it, do it. If you're on the fence, just do it. Go for it. Live your life. Well, yeah. Right, guys? Because it's a trial Absolutely. by fire. If you were a Kiss fan and you... Chances are you're probably already running out and buying this, but I think that this would be a great recommendation for all the KISS husband and wives of the uh, spousal support units for, for Christmas <laughs> to you know pick up for the KISS fan in your life. Between you and me, he keeps buying the same compilations and albums over and over again. I know, right? He watches these bootlegs and then he mouths the stay drops along with Paul Stanley. I told him this show is the same as the last three he watched, but he said, but on this one, they are doing Tears Are Falling. <sighs> this is Gene Simmons of the rock group KISS. The KISS Army is lucky to be loved by their families and are supported by their spouses. That's why we are starting www.kissspouses.com. Kissspouses.com is the place where you can make friends and learn how to cope with loving a KISS fan. Log on to share stories on how to deal with such complaints as... You know, I like KISS as much as the next guy, but come on, you know, you go into the uh, computer and the screen save is pictures of Paul Stanley. Everything's Paul Stanley. And then she, like, changed the uh, Wi-Fi password to live to win. And then she got a tattoo of Paul on her ass. And it's like every time she's getting undressed, I got to look at the star chart. It just ain't right. And... He would never want to go on vacation for 12 years. And now, every year, it's the Kiss Cruise again. And... And then, he wanted me to wear Kiss makeup. During Whoopi. And... And then he got angry at my daughter because she called Tommy Ace. With Kiss Spouse's help, you can cope with your spouse's rampant collecting. What do you mean you want to turn our son's room into a Kiss room? He hasn't even left for college yet. Each membership to KISSSpouses.com comes with noise-canceling headphones to drown out music or your partner's next rant on why the Dynasty costumes were quote-unquote no good. The membership also comes with 25% off to join the KISS Army. If you join the family plan, you'll get 10% off all KISS merchandise from caskets to condoms. Sign up now and during the next KISS concert you attend with your spouse. If you prefer, you can join us at our KISS spa and rest while your significant other is rock and rolling all night. Join www.kissspouses.com A strong KISS family is a good KISS family. KISSspouses.com You are not alone. Thank you. There you go. Now, John... Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. are you giving your wife a list of here, here are the variant versions you can go pick up? Right. I mean, I'm so impatient, obviously, uh, <laughs> by buying the, the, the huge deluxe Japanese set. I can never wait till Christmas. I have to do things like go ahead and order it and then explain to my wife, uh, you went ahead and got me Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, damn it, John, <laughs> say it right. Kissmas. Yes. 
Yeah, so, Kismas. Yeah. <laughs> Kismas came early. Kismas. Yes, very good. Yeah. We will see everybody on the social medias. And thank you once again for listening to your podcast as we enter our 10th anniversary soon. So, Wow. Yeah, hard to believe, hard to believe. We've been running our mouths that long. It's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> well, it's coming up. It's coming up. So, and, and we will have you guys on the show to talk about it as well. There you go. I'm, I'm really glad that I got to know you guys because of this show. Seriously. Uh, yeah. This I, is I, the first real Kiss podcast that I ever I ever got into, and uh, I'm I'm glad you guys are still around. It's great. Is the is the show good? Is it still okay? I mean, yeah, I listen to it, you know, and and become fans, obviously, of other ones. I, I watch uh, Julian's as well, and no, I think it's great. You're still the gold standard by which all others are measured. In my point of in my opinion, Ken, simple Absolutely. as that. I mean, it's the way that you approach the topics. It's the way that you interact with one another. It's the way that you interact with your audience with respect. I, you respect the topic. You respect the band. You respect each other. You know, everything I try and do with mine is based on listening to your interaction with fans whether it's on your podcast or whether it's how you interact with with fans on the boards you've always been respectful and passionate and i mean what more could you ask out of someone so you know to reach 10 years is unbelievably impressive you know i'm really proud to know you and that you can celebrate 10 years of doing something so magically you know here's to another 10 years because there's so many more topics that you can bring your class and style to addressing and you know it's, it's just a, a wonderful adventure and I'm glad to have been a part of a few of the episodes it's been a real trip and a real inspiration absolutely thanks Ken and Julian it's finally it's nice to speak with you, and I uh, just want to say I'm also a big fan of yours. I enjoyed the book about the solo albums. I'm looking forward to the one about the Elder. Truly respect, and uh, it's good to know both you guys. Well, thank you, and also thank you for years ago you did something for us when we were doing the unfinished business thing for Loretta. So yeah. uh, thank, uh, th- I'd like to thank you in person for that. I appreciated it. Well, thank you. It was an honor to be a part of that. Loretta's, she's great. Very sweet person. She is. She is. I, I truly mean everything I said. I, I, I want to thank you both for supporting this and being part of it. Well, Anytime, Ken. You guys are podcasts as far as I'm concerned. You know, you're, you're part of it. So it's I nice. appreciate that. All right, man. Thank you. Well, Have we a good day, guys. Soon and, 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 Take care. And, and we will do a 10th anniversary show, so I'll bring you both in on things. Please Sounds do. Great. Look forward to it. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Check out Matt Porter in the Kiss Room, Julian Gill on the Kiss FAQ Podcast, Joe Polo and the gang over at Podcast Rock City. We'll see you. Bye. God bless. Bye. 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 And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulik, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podkist is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podkist is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkist crew, Thank you for listening to Podkist, the KISS fanzine for your ears. Uh, screens, blah, 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 yeah. modern concert, blah, blah, blah. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene, man.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Havnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. It's time to play Hooky with the Wookie with Matt Porter in the Kiss Room. You wanted the best, you got the best. And if you want the hottest show on Monco Radio, join us in the Kiss Room. The Kiss Room is a monthly radio broadcast celebrating the hottest band in the world. It's your place for all things Kiss and some... For broadcast dates and all information, go to thekissroom.com. The Kiss Room broadcasts live and worldwide on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Hey, I'm Dr. Fuck. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. That's right. And we also do each other's moms. True. Free of charge. Well, mine charges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine's free. Kistory Science Theater. The most civilized. Oh, f***. (laughs) Oh, f***. Come on. (laughs) Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a with like a washtub base. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History science theory. We bust balls because we care. Rock and roll and vinyl are meant to go together. <laughs> like drummers and strippers. <laughs> That's right. So maybe it's time to hop on down to your local record store and go digging for some lost gems on vinyl. And that's exactly what we do here at the Shabby Road Record Show. We pick selections from our own personal record collections, and then we discuss the songs, the artists, the albums, and the stories about the music that you may have never heard. And there's nothing more fun than listening to two knuckleheads spinning vinyl and talking music. So dive on into the five-star rated podcast, The Shabby Road Record Show. You can subscribe for free on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher, where there's a new episode released every Tuesday. Also, you can find us on Facebook and at our website, ShabbyRoadRecordShow.com. Hey, this is Nick, co-host of The Pot of Thunder, the only KISS podcast that breaks down the entire KISS song catalog one track at a time. Every week we have a new song chosen at random, and we do our best to analyze it. We talk about KISS-related topics and non-KISS-related topics, all the while trying not to kill each other. If you like the sound of that, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and especially on iTunes. Pot of Thunder! Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... You'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll and it's always free. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the Kiss News of the Week. Look at us as kind of a Kiss version of Meet the Press. Your source for Kiss news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, Kiss Army. Since 2007, you've been getting podcast, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podcast. Every month, the podcast crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podcast. 
Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. Hi, this is Jason Herner with Kiss My Wax, a brand new podcast about all things Kiss vinyl. Be sure to join myself, Andrew Scambatti, and Tom Shannon each episode as we discuss the crazy world of collecting Kiss vinyl. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash kissmywax and on YouTube by searching Kiss My Wax. We hope to see you all there. Oh, we're great at that. I mean, I mean, that's, we are amateurs. Yeah, I make all the sex sounds with my mouth afterwards. Squish. Ooh. This place is nice. Right? I'm glad you wore your nice flip-flops. Stay frosty, man. Okay.